welcome to my progress journey on bbgwrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the freshest, the flyest, the finest pro wrestler in the UK, Harrison Leon. How are you doing this Hello. evening? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'd say I'm absolutely full of hay fever. So <laughs> I'm all right. Today. Bless you. Yeah, and if you hear any noise, my dog is in here as well for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, he's getting old. I mean, uh, extra extra guest for the uh, extra guest for the podcast today. <laughs> I'm not yeah. enough. He's, he's usually fine. So. <laughs> Bless him. So how have you been today? So, so. Yeah, good, man. Um, I am getting ready for a move down to London. Um, mm. So I'm moving, moving house and stuff like that. So it's um, a bit stressful and I'm one of them classic avoiders. Yes. I, um, uh, instead of doing everything that I need to do, I'm just going to leave it to the last minute <laughs> and just stress out about it. Um, so yeah, the, my, my bedroom, well, my bedroom, my temporary bedroom, which I've been saying is currently just packed up. Mm. and um i'm living out of a suitcase again so yes i'm good other than that really but how about yourself i'm good to say pop and being full of hay fever yeah i'm, good. I'm really good so um yeah uh, yeah I'm, I'm i'm pretty settled in this house i don't think i'm ever going to move again absolutely yeah so, so. yeah i mean <laughs> don't get me wrong like even like my base for wrestling is pretty much up in hertfordshire so me moving down to london makes absolutely zero sense but i feel like i'm just like i'm 26 27 this year and i'm just like mm. i need to live the london life i think just do that yeah. i think i went to a city for university and i remember coming out of that being like i'm never gonna live in a town again yeah um, <laughs> and then what five years later it's take, take me five years to get back into a city so mm. um yeah <laughs> so it'll be exciting it's a new chapter um which i'm excited for so yeah it'll be good yeah I've literally been to London and got off the train. We went to Harrod, not the Harrods, Harrods the toy store. What's the toy store? The big one. Hamleys. Hamleys the toy yeah. store. We, we yeah. walked to Hamleys and we walked back to the train station and got went back on the trains where we were going in Redden. So that's, a, that's my trip to London. That's all I've done. <laughs> to be honest, uh, I have been one of them people for such a long time, like mm. for years. Like I'm a massive walking hypocrite, to be honest, because I do this all the time. I always like say something, and I'll say I, I don't like it. I'll never do it. And then like <laughs> a little bit later, there, there will be. Um, but yeah, I was always like, it's too expensive. Doesn't make sense. Um, like my job's outside of London, so I don't. Mm. Know, so why would anyone do it? But now I got to a position where I was like, well, I could either live in Hertfordshire on my own or live in London in a house share. And I was like, I just feel like it's just a bit more exciting. I think I've been watching too many like sitcoms and about people <laughs> living living with their friends in their twenties. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Um, no. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. When I was twenty two, I moved in with my two best mates, and yeah, and we had a rotation of friends who lived lived on the couch. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah obviously, I've, best great I've, two years of my life. So, so. I've d- I've done it at uni, obviously, mm. and that was like amazing. But then also at the same time, like. I'm very fussy and very clean, mm. uh, very tidy. Well, I, I like to think so at least. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting living with because I'm I, I'm li- I'm doing like a spare room situation where I don't know who I'm living with. Mm. Um, so these could be anyone, and yeah. um, <laughs> I'll probably listen back to this podcast in a few years' time, being like, "Oh, little did he know." <laughs> <laughs> um, so who knows uh, what could what could be awaiting me? So yeah, it's exciting, but. Um, yeah, I, they're not my friends, so it could be any sort of, could be anyone, could be anyone. <laughs> All right, so we're about a year back since 
Brit rest started or oh, returned after lockdown. So how's your return to the ring then? So been return to the ring, start, start of the ring. ring. Um, yeah, um, it's been like wicked. So I, yeah, I've suppose I started training. Um, gosh, like I, I suppose I probably started training about May 2022. I'd oh, say wow. as in like consist as in like consistently having like training sessions, etc. Yeah, um, I'd had a few sessions in like the weird little wait what did i say 2022 i've been up since like six o'clock this morning so you can just be like oh um since 2021 yeah. um i've been training i had uh, like one or two sessions maybe and um there's a really awkward stage between um when we got before we got locked down at christmas mm -hmm. in 2020 i had like one or two sessions then but i don't think i could really count it because it was just doing like flip bumps and stuff um <laughs> So, yeah, my whole experience has been post post COVID. Oh, wow. um, like again, like I had my first singles match uh, this year, and yeah, it's been it's been amazing. Um, I have had yeah, considering you've only been wrestling for or training for a year, that match you had a crowd, it was great. So just like, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I've I mean I've I had to like count my blessings when it comes to like. The opponents which I've had in like such a short space of time. Mm. Um, my first experience in the ring was um, like as in like as a character mm. um, in front of a crowd was with um, in the floor is lava rumble, which I think I can't remember if that's January or December time around then. Um, I think it's around January, and I had a spot with CJ Carter in my first in my first experience. I mean, it was I was playing a heel, mm -hmm. um, which was an exp again for such a long time i think so many people when they get into wrestling they're like i want to be a heel i want to be a bad guy <laughs> and that was me i was like i want to be a bad guy so badly i want to boot people i like i want to be the prick that i can't be <laughs> um, yeah I, I find people who work in like with the public generally love being heels at the weekend because they have to be so nice the as a bartender for countless years five years um but mate i did i did heel stuff in real life I, <laughs> I would abuse my power like no tomorrow people would be coming up to me be like really drunk be like you'll serve me and i was like no i won't i would go like security get him out um so i was like um yes i think in a bar you can kind of get away with being a little bit ruder to people um and then i was like i worked i worked in store at tesco for like years as well but then i was quite lucky i was, I was a saturday boy so i used to have all the grannies come in and <laughs> they used to be like, hello Taylor. And I'm like, oh. They were like, you're right, sort of thing. So it'd be lovely. Um, yeah. But yeah, I wanted to be a hill at the start. And then, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine doing it now that I've been, well, I can. But I just love being, I love being a baby face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been training for two months now. For some reason, I started training when I was 40. <laughs> so, but it was more that, um, my son wanted to do it, and he's, I think it's just. I, I initially it was to go with, to go with him, do a bit of more fitness side of things. But yeah, I love it. So I I've got. That. Think as well, like um, I don't know about I don't know about you. I think even just for a training aspect, you get such a different appreciation for the art of it. Yes, and I've completely watched the different. Watching watching wrestling now is so different. So yeah. Yeah, like you'll take you'll watch wrestling now, and you'll be like, that must suck, um, and. Whereas beforehand, I think you'd 
go, oh, I don't know, even just like the smallest things you wouldn't even think about and like pacing and timing, um, running the ropes and all this sort of like crowd interaction. There's so much to it that I think is such an art that people don't, not people don't appreciate. I think people in the industry really appreciate it, but just a casual fan doesn't even sometimes clock on sometimes. The fitness level you need is insane. I just... Yeah. How have you, how have you found it? <laughs> well, I, I, th- I only started I, 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 earlier this year. I had a bit of mental health issues. So I was got, I got signed off work. So during that, my brother started just for something to do. So I dragged dragged me to the gym, and yeah, it's the first time in my life I've enjoyed going to the gym. So yeah, yeah so I've gone from like eighteen stone. I'm just under sixteen stone now. And, Congratulations! That's good. Yeah. That's that's wicked. Yeah, you feeling a lot better in yourself as well. Oh yeah, amazing. So the. Yeah, the first week I could do barely do ten minutes on the cross trainer. Now I can. Yeah, I've started the couch to five k. And yeah, love that. Wait, I've got, I've got, I've got whatever these are called. They're, they're actually coming up. Hey, <laughs> come on, come on, yeah, I've, love I've that. Got my single, if you can see it up there. <laughs> oh no, I can't see it. Oh. I love that though. Traps though, you could do the little. Um, <laughs> angle when, once you're getting it getting a bit pissed off you're like ah love that yeah but i bought yeah i bought boots i bought knee pads i bought a singlet uh, i've been looking at looking at designs for face paint because i want to be a bit ambiguous about how old i am because everyone's going to see a 40 year old i'm going to be like oh his first match he's 40 but i'm going to if yeah i think you've got to like one thing like but kind of get out of that sort of stuff out of your head to be honest like <laughs> The, I think the beautiful thing about wrestling, especially Brit wrestling as well, like in the industry, is that there's people from different ages. There's like, there's oh, like yeah. 17 year olds in my class. And then there's, um, I wouldn't even actually know, I've never even asked, but there's some much older guys in um, mm. my class as well. And I think it's just that like, it, people, different people are doing it for different reasons, whether it's oh, just yeah, for, for fun, whether it's for potential career whether it's out of intrigue and interest, like I think as long as you're there having fun, feeling good, I think yeah, that's the best. Uh, Jeffro Roos, he didn't start till he was yeah. 42, I think, I think when I interviewed him. So yeah, he had a cancer scare and then he started training it's, after that. Yeah. It's like, do you know what, life's too short. You want to just do it and get on with it. I, so I rate that. He said, yeah, he did it to do one match, then got the book. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, fair play. Uh, you've got to do it you, whatever your intentions are i think people just going in just going like i just want to have one match do it in front of the crowd bucket listing tick yeah. that's it done i respect it so much yeah it was originally it was i'll just do it for fitness just to support my son yeah but yeah I've, yeah he hasn't even started thinking of characters or uh, attire or anything yet and then, <laughs> you're, and then you're making and then you're there on wwe 2k making your new character being like that's gonna be me yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, yeah, I have changed my game on here. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of a name. He's like, you should be VDT because you've been VDT on the wrestling game forever. I was like, but then people start asking what VDT means. It doesn't mean anything. It? It, <laughs> it doesn't have to mean something. It's just like... Yeah, it's just something the crowd can say. VDT. VDT, yeah. <laughs> I wish I'd I I have kind of thought about something like that when it came to picking my name, but it's what it is. So, I, I would recommend to the listeners to go watch your match with Crowley at uh, Subasas on YouTube. It was so. Is that the biggest match of your career so far? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I found yeah. So I found out I was getting booked against him. Um, so like like Crowley, I think Adonis said it in his uh, mm. um, in his 
uh, episode. Like Crowley is one of the like completely underrated MVPs for definitely like this next. <laughs> I was about to call the next generation. <laughs> like, <you're>, like, <laughs> we'll definitely say generation, but like this like next wave at least from like from at least from like UBW and the sort of mm. like in the south and stuff like that. Like he's been so incredible with um, with guidance and sharing. And like to be honest, um, like it's probably a cardinal sin to admit this, but like I was very much a WWE fan that's got me into, that got me into <laughs> wrestling. Did I have that much experience and knowledge of British wrestling? I can't say I did. I can't lie, and I, I would be lying if I said I did. So I've only really got into it and understood it now that I'm actually a, a part of it. But I bumped into Crowley um, during like the lockdowns and stuff like that when we could like book out, we could book to use the time, but we obviously we could share sessions. And me and him were just like crossing over, and I was like, "Oh, hi, nice to meet you." Um, and he was like, "Oh, how, how have you found like?" Where, where do you train? I was, like, I was like, I'm literally a trainee. And we just had this <laughs> conversation, which he mugs me off for so many times because um, and it's quite it's quite interesting because, again, I didn't know who Crowley was at the time. And the conversation which we were having, I basically said, um, and again, I've got my, I've gone back on my words since. Yeah. <laughs> since I was just basically saying, like, the thing which I love about wrestling, and I have always loved about wrestling, <clears throat> It's the characters that um, are formed in wrestling. And um, I've got a real big thing that um, I think you could be, you could be amazing in the ring and you can um, do Canadian destroyers. You can out tech Daniel Bryan or whatever. But I think unless you've got that thing, which makes someone intrigued, invested and sold into you, mm-hmm. I think unless you've got that and you're missing that character bit, you're kind of, going to be floating into a space for a while um, and like I, again everyone loves wrestling for different reasons and the character part of it is something which I love so much and um, and yeah he's always sort of like used it back at me being like I remember when you said wrestling's not important <laughs> you just want to be a character <laughs> I was like I didn't mean that but well, if you're just a WWE fan the biggest WWE wrestlers like Hulk Hogan Austin once he got huge yeah, um, The Rock weren't great wrestlers, so they're all kick punch. And as, move, so. as we'll as we'll get into when you ask about who my favourite wrestler is, <laughs> if that question comes up, you will know that I don't care about <laughs> match technicians. <laughs> but I think at the, I think at the time as well, like um, the what sold me onto the, uh, like at that time of that conversation, what sort of in, uh, uh, inspired it was like Sami Zayn's work during the Thunder Zone, mm. and he's doing his paranoid um his sort of paranoid character and i'd again i'd watched his matches in nxt and stuff like that but i think it was when he found that character um i just thought it, everything just clicked and i was just like i was like his character work is making me intrigued and invested in his storylines and stuff like that like sometimes there'd be beforehand when he was on like the lower cards of raw or smackdown i'd maybe sometimes go okay i'm not gonna bother watching that but mm-hmm. that character has made me invested and has made me invested ever since for like the past two years since it so i just feel like it just shows how important that actually having an idea of who you are as a character and knowing who you are as a character is so integral and um, and important but yeah crowd well, that's, was... that's a that's a you remember though so some people still talk about people they'll still bring up like people like repo man and stuff like that they're just the weird gimmicks people remember yeah but it's just, it's, it's they, just won't, little... they won't remember just Joe Bloggs and a pair of black trunks usually just because even though he could be the greatest wrestler ever it's just exactly exactly um but yeah so like having Crowley for one of my 
especially in my first year, especially just how much steam he's picking up um, over the past like couple of like ever since we've returned back from COVID, how how yeah. his his star has just astronomically just boomed. Um, yeah, that um, uh, thing oh, that um, you got cordially invited he did during lockdown. Oh, that was brilliant. He's he's, <laughs> he's just incredible, and I, I think I think like um like I'm one of the people I will happily blow smoke up anyone's ass, and I will mm. I will big up I will big up these people because they are exceptional talents. I don't have I'm not ashamed to like like big these people up because they are mm-hmm. they are incredible. Like he the way he thinks about um about wrestling and the show and the performance you're putting on he engages with the crowd and he gets them involved and um he gets them act like actually paying attention mm-hmm. um i think for a long time he was sort of saying like because his wrestling's also caught on like in leaps and bounds and like in the past year as well yeah definitely but i think a lot of, he got a lot of stick i think beforehand for being such a character when actually that's the thing that sets him apart and makes him the most memorable part of every yeah, he's, probably, he's probably the best the best heel and wrestler at the moment it's just, yeah, yeah yeah his work on progress has been brilliant and... yeah okay. <laughs> um and i think well, i had to like i think there's a moment um at super strong style i don't know if it actually got made on the edit but i just saw it on social media um when they were all doing like the sort of national anthem or something like that <laughs> he was sort of looking around the crowd being like what's going on here <laughs> i was just like i was like just little things like that mm. just what sets them apart um Definitely. So I've already got I've already got great things to say about Crowley. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, so we'll go back to that question. So, who was your favourite wrestler growing up? Then? <laughs> <laughs> I get so much stick for this, and I don't. I, I don't I, do you know what? I don't care. John Cena till I die, mate. Yeah. John Cena till I absolutely die. Um, he, so you're only twenty six. So you're only six when he came out. So, so. I was. Uh, so I've got eight into- when he took off as superstar scene yeah i think i got into wrestling around nine years old nine ten years old so it was very much like early i think maybe dr thugonomics had been it's it's hard to understand like what i actually watched yeah at the time and what i've watched retrospectively um but yeah it's like dr thugonomics and then the start of like hustle loyalty respect kind of seen that so I've, i've kind of seen him throughout like he's just been such an integral part of my wrestling love um and yeah he will forever be my number one and i will have no bad words about like said about him <laughs> whatsoever um he followed me on my personal huh. account on but he followed me when he only followed like ten thousand people so this was a big <laughs> deal he followed like five hundred thousand people so it's not as big of a, of a gloat mm. but I, I got i got the notification when i was at work and i physically squealed <laughs> I, was, I was like oh because like, yeah, I can't explain how much John Cena's just been like such an integral part of my life. So when he followed me, I literally like squealed. I was like, oh, I was like John Cena's following me, like <laughs> hyperventilating. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's 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 my all time. And then to be honest, and again, I think I get stick for this as well. I just get a lot of stick from people who I train with. To be honest, <laughs> um, uh, Sasha Banks is up there with like as it has surpassed so many <laughs> others before her. Um, Oh, she's and, amazing. So, and she's in Star Wars, so I'm just like, I'll be more. I do you know how much I like Sasha Banks? Is that I started watching Star Wars so I could watch Mandalorian, yeah. which I didn't even. I, I can't lie, you're probably going to hate me for this, but I didn't even get around to. I think I got a few Star Wars in. I was like, this is a bit much for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, she's like 
she's another one of the ones who um I've always loved women's wrestling I think women's wrestling was one thing which actually got quite got me invested and intrigued when I was younger mm. I don't know why I think it was the Trish Stratus and Mickey James storyline um and I think once you get involved in that what that was one of the first storylines I really remember like watching each week and being like this is there's like so much more story to mm -hmm. just them fighting in the ring and um and then yeah so I've been, I was quite involved and quite invested when there was all that the women's revolution and stuff like that yeah. and then Sasha Banks has just been the one for me the moment she took that Izzy's headband off at um, NXT takeover yeah. I was like I was like this I made people cry it's just like, yeah. makes sense. I was like that is I was like she is just insane I was just like I, I rated her so much since then um yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah they're my they're my two number ones in parallel I'd say mm, definitely <laughs> so what prompted you to dawn the tights to get in the ring yourself so I think it was I mean to be honest I have said for years like I'm like I'm just gonna become a wrestler I'm just gonna do it <laughs> I'm just gonna, I just want to do it like I think I've got tweets as well from like 2012 being like I'm just gonna drop out of university and just become a wrestler <laughs> um like so many tweets like that I just like I've always loved it and I've always like um yeah it's always been such a huge integral part of my life and then I wanted to um start doing it and I was like looking around for like you for like schools around me and stuff like that at the time I didn't drive so it was quite hard to get to it and then it was like was it that affordable and stuff like that and then yeah it just was like when I was where I was just like Covid as well showing when we got locked down and stuff like that and that just really confirmed it. I'm like no I'm just gonna just do what I want to do and mm -hmm. not care about what other people thought I think that what thinking about what other people would think of me really put me off for such a long time mm -hmm. um and then I was just like do you know what I'm gonna do it and yeah it's it's by far the best thing i've ever done in my life like i can't i can't imagine my life not doing it now which is such a weird thing to think like i yeah, couldn't imagine definitely. not being one um but yeah i love it yeah how do you find doing roles i was like i've done a role for 30 years what do you mean do a front role I was like, <laughs> mate i uh, when they were like okay so because you're, si you're, you're six foot six so it can't be that easy to do a forward roll anyway so. it's the diving ones as well like oh, doing yeah. diving roles and like um in one of the trains they were like i'll do an eddy roll from the top rope so it's, that's like a you jump from the top rope or second rope and you go into a diving roll and i was like absolutely not um and when i'm having to do like uh, ro ro uh, rolls in between the ropes and stuff like that I'm like I I'm, I just I'm, there's so much with me it takes such a long time <laughs> to get through the ropes so my feet always get trapped um yeah it's weird but I mean I get a lot of practice like my my nephews and nieces like um my niece is like well into gymnastics mm -hmm. so whenever I'm around there we've got like a summer barbecue she's like look at my handstand I was like I could do a handstand too I can do this roll and I was like look can you do this shoulder roll <laughs> I was like, yeah. she's, she's like five years old being like oh, I hate this guy <laughs> um, but yeah <laughs> so was John Cena who you like wanted to mold your star around when you started training or do you yeah again I'm a five moves of doom guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> know what I could do perfect that I don't even know I've not, I've not got it perfected even yet but um yeah I so my style I think like character wise um yeah I mean actual like moveset wise I think it's very much like around I suppose yeah just really I try to do is like uh, li little but make do the little things but make them mm. make more of them yeah um to be honest 
like I when I first got into it I was like so wanting to avoid any big man moves like <laughs> I like I would just be like they were like oh you should do a choke slam you should do this you should do that. I'm like I don't want to do that I don't want to be like typecast into like a cane stereotype just because I'm six and six but then um and I think um quite a lot of people have it when you're a bigger guy in wrestling and also it works the other way away when you're a smaller guy you always want to do the things you can't really do like mm-hmm. I wanted to be like some sort of lucha libra doing like flips and all that sort of stuff. But I said, like, no, I need to play to my strengths, the fact that I'm six foot six, um, which in British wrestling is a lot taller than quite a lot of the other yeah, yeah, other yeah. guys that are doing it. Um, so I need to do that sort of stuff. I need to do stuff like that. And when in my first, so it was CJ who was like, oh, you should do a choke slam. And I was like, mm, mm, I don't know about that. And then we did it in the match and he, he took this choke slam like I just thrown him through the middle of the year like it was insane um and the fighters looked wicked and everyone was like oh my gosh like he looks like a beast so like i've kept that in um and i've kept like all the bigger man moves in but um i think one thing i'm trying to do as well is because i am quite i, I don't know if agile is the right word and i couldn't i can't say i'm athletic because i wouldn't say i'm athletic whatsoever i was bomb set p i was bomb set p throughout all the secondary yeah. school um so i wouldn't say i'm athletic but i can i can move like what well, i found doing some of the lucha stuff a little bit Again, not lucha. It's like a lucha arm drag. It's, it's hardly like a Roman stereo. Um, but I like to do stuff like that. Like, so I'm trying to like, I just find the thing. If someone my size could do stuff like that, it just gives a bit of a USP, like a unique selling point compared mm-hmm. to definitely some other people. But um, yeah, that's where I kind of got my yeah. I suppose see this where I got my style. Yeah, yeah. We've we've just done suplexes and body slams. We're doing them on mats for a couple of weeks. And I was like, oh, well, and then we got they bought a ring. My friends doing it in the ring. It's not. It's not as hard as doing it on mats. So I was like, yes. It's, it's like, it's like... Standing on stand. Why is you standing on a mat and trying to do stuff? You're trying to get your footing and then mm. do it and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I've been doing it in a match scenario. So like, I do a stalling, a stalling suplex is like one of my, mm. one of my John Cena moves of doom, um, and trying to do that in in real time, it's just something like, like when you actually have to land it. And I think that's one thing which training never prepares you for is once you actually have a match and you're doing that for like 12 minutes and you're actually taking all these bumps onto the onto the canvas into the ropes into the into the turnbuckles um you're like uh, i remember i got out of my first session my first after my first match i was like yeah that's blessed cool next day i felt like i've been hit by a car i literally was like after my first tra- training session i was like i couldn't walk for like four days I can bet I can bend the knees. So it's walked away. We'll tell you a horror story that we've had. Uh, a lot of the UBW guys will uh, appreciate is that we had so Tajiri came to the um, the latest UBW show um, the weekend just the weekend just gone, and we had like a training seminar with him beforehand, and um, he was like, "Oh, so usually in Japan we do 500 squats as a warm up." And he was like, he was like, but it's fine. We, you guys are going to be two, doing two hundred, and I was like, going, oh, my guy's got a language barrier. <laughs> so he, I'm sure he means twenty. Twenty. Like, no, no, we're doing we're doing two hundred squats as like the warm up, and then we started doing very. I think we did like a ver- we including variants of squats and legs. <laughs> we did like something like four hundred or so, like three hundred fifty, and none of us. Like all, honestly, the group chats and the posts, and the group stuff. It's like my knees my legs i can't mm-hmm. walk and like <laughs> honestly it was or i think my legs have just about recovered um 
Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, my, 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 I can still feel my legs from our session with Sean only at the weekend. So it's like... <laughs> so. As long as you've got knee pads, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah and whoever invented a burpee is evil. And yeah. I do like a I do like a burpee to be fair. I have to admit I've I've got into them. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll start enjoying them one day, but no, I don't like them. <laughs> Embrace it. You can't don't see it again. Embrace it and you'll start liking it. It does so it's, it's so good for you. Yeah. Um, it's a mindset thing, mate. Mindset. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think I'm I'm at that fitness level, yes, but I will do. So you will do. what I was two months ago. Um yeah. Yeah. immense attitude keep pushing keep driving yes john cedar says never give up yeah. <laughs> did you have an idea of a character you wanted to be when you started training how's what's version one of harrison like compared to now harrison seriously that's a funny story um <laughs> so hugo bloom's like one of the main trainers down at ubw and he was like oh you need to start thinking of character and i was like yeah cool no worries sweet happy days and I sent in this like PowerPoint presentation. Like, so I come from a creative background anyway. Yeah. Uh, did like design at uni. So, and I work in marketing now. So I, I tried to think of everything. Like, if this is my character, who is it in three lines? What what's the aspiration? What's the visuals? Da, da, da. So I created all these characters up. Um, one of them was like, I, I want to do like some sort of like scary, um, silent type with like face pain and all that sort of stuff, which is just not me whatsoever. No. Um, <laughs> I think they said like do the the advice I think everyone gets is you either yourself times ten mm-hmm. or the complete opposite of who you are as a person. Um, so I've obviously just done myself times ten. <laughs> um, and yeah, so the original idea is there was, um, and again because I'm I'm only like a year, not even a year into training. Well, a year into training, not even a year in matches. Mm-hmm. I keep thinking of different things which I want to do to expand. Harrison Leon and who it is and I think each match that comes I'm finding myself like stepping up a little bit more and I I, understanding how he would hold himself in that sort of space which I think and again working with someone like Crowley was an incredible experience because we had that uh, match we had so many moments where we were able to get character out and it wasn't just like the crowd was able to understand who I was Um, so I think there was a lot of iterations when it came to um, there was just like, I, so my character, the idea of actual Harrison Leon is like um, a baller by any means. So it's um, not just a baller like a basketballer, um, mm-hmm. which is playing on all stereotypes that I'm six foot six <laughs> that yeah. I can play basketball. <laughs> um, uh, it's supposed to be like, I do like an iteration of like flow, flow, throwing the money and then uh, sort of like a basketball thing as my sort of taunt, my, my move. I don't know what it's, a taunt? Not a taunt. Like ball him like MVP. Yeah, it's kind of like the sort of like money and then like the whew, um, just it's as taunt, my sort of taunt, taunt, yeah taunt. my taunt recognized yeah exactly. Um, so I did, tried to combine the money thing and the baller thing. So it's like the idea is that with Harrison Neon, it's a baller. So you're always in your head's always in the game. You're always um, going big. You're always like going for broke. Um, I just want that sort of big precocious character because I think it's something which can. I like the idea of having a character that can flex between being a heel and a face if it needs to be. Like mm-hmm. my character is very John Cena-esque in the sense of like um like the crowd the, my fans, which I've got are like kids rather than like I don't think that I, I can't imagine there'd be <laughs> like 
overrate it like adults watching me being oh this guy's cool i think they'd go like he wants to be john cena <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so i tried to the way that i kind of see my character is is like a mix between people like john cena um the sort of there's edge to it not edge but like there's a, a slight edge to the character in the sense of like sasha banks bianca bella uh, the Street Profits, MVP, that kind of like big swagger, but it's not yeah. cringe. Not I, I like to think I'm not cringy. No. Not cringy. <laughs> it's kind of like just like as part of who it is, and um, that's where I kind of envisage. I like trying to create a space around that sort of area because then if I need to flex into being a heel, then I can do it, and I could be braggy and something like that. But if I need to, I could just be really big and positive if I need to be a face um so yeah that's where i kind of see it yeah. going and where i've kind of got to at the moment but yeah who knows like could have a complete shift but i feel like this feels right for me at this moment in time definitely i've been trying to watch um because i'm only five foot seven so i'm just i'm, so I'm short and stocky so i've been watching a lot of like ecw taz and ecw rhino just the shorter stockier guys it's just yeah, just trying to get kind of Get yeah. nailed. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm not tall enough to be thought of as a powerhouse. So I thought I'd be like a scrappy guy. Like bulldozer. <laughs> yeah. bulldozer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah. So I was just thinking of some guys. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, he's cool. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think I've been looking at. Um, I've been looking at quite a lot of like Scott Hall and like Razor Ramon. Um, yeah. Quite a lot of like dust. Like, yeah, I mean, again, this is something like. Um, so Paul Ash is my trainer down at UBW as well. Like he mugs me off so much because um, I've I was like I've only really watched Ruthless Aggression era plus like <laughs> up to my era, um, and there was a bit of uh, attitude era that I went back into. But all that sort of like the golden years, I have sort of dipped into in and out, but wasn't really that engaged with. And he was like, I think you need to look at people like Razor Ramon. Um, Dustin Rhodes and stuff like that. So I've been trying to. So they're they're yeah. all big guys, but you don't think of them as big guy wrestlers. He's, like he's yeah. six foot seven, Razor Ramon. You don't think of him as a big guy, even though he, like he, his version, of Hedge, his version of the choke, does a choke slam, but it kind of looks like a rock bottom at the same time. Yeah, so he, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sick if you did that. Um, so. Yeah, so I just there's just like I'm trying to find the big guys that move and are agile because again I'm not like I. I'm six foot six, but I'm not some sort of like brick house. Like I am quite mm. slim and athletic build, I suppose. Um, so and I can move around quite quickly for my for my size. So I need to do things which are showing that off. Um, and they're perfect people for me to sort of study and look at. So I'll be looking very much and trying to find things that they do and how I can then bring it back into my character. Plus also then having the influence of people like Banks and Cena mm. and um and the street profits and stuff like that so so yeah it's it's a weird amalgamation but i'm hoping it will create something good yeah that's like when i create somebody on the 2k games i create them and i just randomly assign moves to people just like you know, there's yeah. all the like the ground moves i'll go random and then just yeah. see what comes out they'll, they'll comes, do a drop they'll do a drop they'll do a drop kick from the top right but they'll also do a choke slam and then also yeah. a hurricane yeah fine let's see what comes out with you i don't know you like a hillbilly type character and it must have 
gave him <laughs> Dana Brooks taunts because he kept going around. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, well, that's wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how this really works as a character, but we'll see if it gets over. It's fine. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, take us back to your first match. So your first show. So you've done you, your first one on one match. You've, you've talked about the Lava, yeah. Flores Lava so, match, which I, is one of mine and my son's favourite. We, we love all the Flores Lava matches. We've watched them so many times. So. It's class. It's so, it's so good. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to, if they have one in, well, I'm assuming they'll have Flores Lava 5. I'm excited to be in it and then, like, have my character and know who that is and mm. people will be excited. Well, I mean, hopefully they'll be excited. I, think I, must, I haven't watched it the day before, actually, for the interview or the day after I watched it because I was like, ah, it's him. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> that's him. Um, but, yeah, I was being a heel when it just didn't feel... I wanted to be a heel for like going into it, as I said, like I really want to be a heel. And then I then after I've been a face, so um my so my I got tired of being a face and um my first match was against Truman Roswell. Um Your first so match I, was against Truman Roswell. Yeah, man. Like this is what I mean. I've had CJ Carter, Truman Roswell, Crowley, um, I've done tag stuff with like um the heavyweight heartbreakers, like wow. Just for like for the for the caliber <laughs> for the first few months is like I I don't know just the, some of the best people that I could have like asked for, um. But yeah, my match with Truman again, insane because he's so such a hated heel, <laughs> um, at yeah. UBW. But again, just so good. Yeah, and just I interviewed him when he, when he was still Paddy and he was just getting this idea of a conspiracy theory. <laughs> character yeah. in his head because I, I think it was it just for lockdown i can't remember yeah yeah, yeah he, he's so. he's came back as he's came back as from covid as trainer as well yeah, yeah um just insane like what a insane talent to work with and he was he like was so good in like holding my hand throughout the whole thing and just but but the cardio thing which you were saying and um I was like, because I, I would, I would like to think I'm quite fit. I run half marathons. I, um, I can usually keep up. I can usually keep up in the real weather. But a match is is a joke. I, <laughs> he says to me beforehand, if you're getting, if you're, if you're blown at any point, just let me know, and it's cool. We'll slow down. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. No worries. Yeah, it won't, won't bother. <laughs> it won't, it won't happen. But then in the match, I was like, oh, but I couldn't breathe to tell him I was blown. I was, like, I was on the floor. I was like. Oh my gosh, we need to slide the base down. Um, <laughs> so I was like, um, but yeah, he, he was insane. Um, and it was such a good person to go against. Um, I was, yeah, the crowd were really into it. Um, I got to do a few nice things in there again, but it's, it feels like night and day when you look at my match. So that match wasn't actually recorded, which I'm, gu I'm gutted about. But if you look from like, from my memory and what I can remember and how I feel even, it's like night and day from the Truman fight to the Crowley fight. Um, but yeah, what a sick first opponent to have in a singles, <laughs> yeah. singles match. Like if the, the now, because I think he then went on to win the UBW championship yeah. and he's obviously just won the sacrifice, um, the sacrifice title as well. Um, and yeah, just one of the most talented people. Wow. <laughs> I know. Just love, just, and, um, Breaking kayfabe, just one of the loveliest guys as well. Yeah, um, he's great. <laughs> yeah, he's quality. So, um, yeah, I'm so super blessed with the people I've been able to face. Yeah, definitely. Do you have like a, a wish list for the rest? Or maybe for say, the rest of this year? I've got six months. To, to that I do. I think it's really hard. It's really hard to like do a wish list for this year. Mm. I think there's there's a lot of people like 
like backstage like I've, I've been very lucky that i've made some really really good friends and a lot of really good peers around me mm. um and people that i just want to i think it got kind of goes in levels there's, there's people in my class in like my training class that i'd want to um wrestle and like have the match in but obviously we need to wait till we're a bit more established and we kind of know what we're doing i think from like an established level um paul hubris i've trained with him a little yes. bit um America, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got off to to Rhodes Wrestling Academy. Um, he's he's class, and he's like we had a training session with him, and he just has so many. Because I mean, he's like a ten. He's like been in. The, he's been doing it for like ten years or something like that. I think he's only like 23, 24 which is mm. crazy. Yeah. Um, but he's got so much knowledge, and just like he's like, okay, well, he was like, you two wrestle, and I'll pick it apart. And he's like, what do you think you've done there? And he's just got such a great knowledge. Um, so I'd love to go in the ring with him to be honest i want to go in the ring with anyone who i think <laughs> has got really good knowledge because i just think yeah. <laughs> they're going to teach me different things um tommy kyle is yes. someone who i um again i know adonis um sang his praises and it's so well deserved he's my he's my main coach at uh, ubw and i've pretty much learned most things from him and if you need to learn anything he will probably know how to do it um yeah, he's, he's, yeah he came back from lockdown a beast he wasn't skinny pre-lockdown but he came back big hairy chest <laughs> yeah yeah he's sick he's and i really and also he's someone who i really want to tag with because again i've just got like the flight club in my head like yeah. I'm flies, <laughs> he is, yeah. he is the, the maverick um just from a branding opportunity i just think it's cool yeah. um and i don't know i just think, i think i'd love to work with him in any capacity because um again He's someone who's he's my coach, but I see him as a a well-respected peer, but then also as a friend as well. So it's quite nice that he'd be able to like after every match he comes back and he's like, okay, this was really good. This is what we could have done better. He's just so thoughtful and knows what he's talking about. And um, so yeah, he's definitely on the list. Um, I w- I'd love to work hustle hustle Malone as well. Yes. He's, he's, um, he's champion at my local promotion, West Island. Just won the championship. So, yeah, he's again, and that's from another perspective, very similar to like the Crowley situation. Like he's got his character now with the protagonist, so on lock, and he mm. knows what he's doing, and he could get the crowd like really like against him. Um, his promos are insane. I would, I, I like him and Crowley. I, I was really gutted Crowley didn't do a promo on me because I was just, I just <laughs> get, like, I, I'd love them to feel it. it's like wanting a diss track against you like being a rapper <laughs> a diss track against you but it's just really i really want it um because yeah they're just sick um so yeah i think they would be the ones which i'd like and also donis Payne. um mm. again um it's probably the main reason i'm on this point like put he put my name into the into the space but um he's like one of my best mates that i've made in wrestling um he's just wicked he's got so much potential and again, he knows his character. He does his heel stuff so well. Um, I'm quite lucky by being a babyface. It feels like there's, at least in UBW, in that sort of circle, there's not a huge amount of babyfaces compared mm-hmm. to heels. Yep. So there's the, 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 the talent of heels, which we can face, is insane. Um, so they would be the ones who I think, in an attainable level of like, like it could happen, I think would be my ones for the rest of the year i think yeah. they want to just do a big man they can have you versus memes as well yeah <laughs> again and that's a, and that's another person i love to face memes in the sense of like his character stuff um and i've not really faced anyone my size yeah yet. 
I could, I did, I couldn't quite figure out how how it'd work as a bit of a heel, but he's great as a heel. It's just like it's just like that that obnoxious, um, self obsessed yeah. heel character. Um, yeah, he does it so well. He's just got such a a bravado and a bragocious energy when he's that heel that works really well. It's like um, the, the face of the promotion is like it was like the number one baby face that they just show after him. The main show is named after him, WrestleMania. I was like, the heel. T- I was there for the heel turn, and I was just like, and again because it, I was honest, like I'm, I wasn't hugely into to the British beforehand. I've only because I've only really known him post COVID. I've only really known him as a heel. Mm-hmm. I'm not didn't see the the rise of memes as a baby face. So for me, he feels such like a natural heel because that's all I've kind of known. Which I think must be credit to his ability to be able to do both. If he's mm-hmm. managed to build himself as a babyface, um, and then be so naturally into a heel role, so yeah, um, yeah, that would be good actually. Fair, that'd be a fun match to to have. Yeah. So if you're a promoter for a day and promoting an event, so using wrestlers you work have trained with, wrestlers are associated to you in some way. If I give you a match type, you tell me who you put in that match. So. Go for it. Yeah. Yes, happy so. days. Cool. And as it's your show, you can make every match into gender, every match three-way, four-way, five-way. Throw a stupid stipulation on things if you want. So it's, it's Love to. that. <laughs> I have have very much got like, yeah. I feel like I've, I feel like I've got a good card. I backed my card. <laughs> okay. So who'll be in your he'll be in your opening contest to the crowd excited so i've yeah i've been i feel like i've been very tactical with this so yeah. um so i put cj carter yes. versus warren banks as my Ooh, as, your uh, opener. Wow. As, a, as my opener you've got to start if you've played wwe 2k you've got to start the card off hot <laughs> um you, go, you have to start hot and you can have a, just you have to have a rubbish match in the middle before yeah. and there'll sponsorship stuff around it That's i've started off really hot with CJ versus Warren yeah. in the sense of um, so Warren I've actually not trained with or had a match with I've literally just shared a locker room with so um, <laughs> but being so junior into my career I feel like I've actually not got enough people to have out a card associated to you in some way <laughs> yeah so I I think he he's he's wicked it's so good to see the the rise that Warren's been on yeah because um, yeah, yeah I've watched him coming from uh, at Wrestle Island, his debut. He he got brought in just because somebody somebody else was ill or something. So he got a chance, and then yeah, he was there. He just lost the championship. Yeah. See, so it wasn't he wasn't he broke, he broke his arm or something. I can't remember. Else he broke his leg. He's got an injury. So yeah. Yeah. He's he's just wicked, and he's a really nice, a really nice guy. Who when I've I've met him, um, and then CJ obviously was the person who I first time I sort of encountered with. I, I like that. I think the dynamics between them two and CJ's really over at UBW as a face. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the dynamic between them two, like it's a bigger, bigger guy like Warren versus someone like CJ, could just tell quite a nice story. That'd be great. They'd have a bit of a banger um, and enough to keep people engaged and interested and sort of like hot, hot off the bat, hot, hot off the bat. I think so. Definitely. And that'd be good opener. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be a great opener or a great, or, or a great main event. So that'd be a great yeah, behind my main event, though. So I've got like I've got narrative. A <laughs> uh, uh, comedy style match. So. Yeah, comedy, right? So I went with a triple threat match with this, um, and again, it's trying to mix between characters that I think would just be great in a 
in a sort of like triple threat scenario. So I've done I've done Hustle Malone, and I don't that's, <laughs> I don't think so. The thing is, like with a comedy match, it doesn't denounce their talent or anything like that. But I just think like the way their character can just mm. perform and excel. Like I think Hustle, Hustle wasn't a, a Disney death match the last show I watched. So yeah, you could use any weapon, long as it was Disney. Yeah, and his that promo. I'm sorry, that promo that he did with the Moana thing yeah. is him and Crowd and him and Crowdy dropped this like a killer promo because I think Crowdy had one against Max the Impaler, two of the best promos I've seen, and both on the same day. And then I dropped one on Crowdy like a day after. I was like, please don't. It's so embarrassing. Um, but yeah, him versus um, Ricky Calve, who's again gaining a bit of uh, steam at UBW and then also again on um, Sacrifice now as part of Los Palominos because um, I, I just love his character man I think um, and he's he it just yeah I just think it's so great like, I love the little paper bag thing that he's doing um, <laughs> it's just yeah I love it and then against Darcy Stone as well so she mm. is wicked so much energy so much fun she's just like a little fireball i just think them three in a little match like the hijinks that would happen because darcy i think i've seen her play face do like face and heel she could just teeter on that line perfectly fine mm. and so can ricky calvey he could do a lot of comedic stuff which is quite endearing but actually he's a prick at the end of the day like yeah i just think that them three as a little match would just I'll play that sounds cool. just trying to <laughs> just three yeah just trying to bouncing around i just love it i think it'd be wicked yeah, definitely. That's uh, your women's title match. This one I've been very annoying and done uh, six. <laughs> I've done a six-way because six um, I just think all the people in this card are just so incredibly talented. Um, yeah, well, I've and... had people in the past do a battle royal somewhere because they just wanted to put all the mates on the show. And also, <laughs> well, also when I do this, I was like, I want to put all the people which I like, I like love on the card as well. Um, so the women's title, we'll do like a six-pack challenge. Very similar to how the SmackDown women's title got put on and all that sort of stuff. So I put Evie Madden firstly, um, yes. just because um, she's, she's one of the she's just one of the best people in wrestling. Like, just one absolute babe. So lovely. She's like sunshine in a human. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I can't, I, hopefully she gets her head all good with the rest of the day. And she's like, yep, I want to come back because it'd be such a shame if she didn't, because she's just, yeah, such a superstar. Um, Clement versus Clementine. Yes. Again, another person who's just uh, in the, her personality is infectious. I trained with her quite a lot of time. So Spike Trevay does a lot of um, sessions down at um, UBW as well. And so I've trained mm. with her then. And she's just so patient and so um, her character's just class. I just love it. Um, so much energy. I just think she should be wicked. And then Amira as well. I don't mm -hmm. know what, I think she's just going by Amira now. Um, rather than but I think she's gone to Amira but anyway again she was at the UBW show recently um she is such energy she's so ferocious and she just gets the crowd so intrigued and invested um which I just absolutely love so I think she would be really good as well and there's be like a lot of energy um Artemis who I think is yes. um who Chris uh sorry Adonis mentions um Hopefully, I wish you on soon. She says she's up for an interview. So, so she's. I've tried. I started training with her um, in the same at the same sort of time, um, and she's yeah. She's just an absolute bad badass. Like, just absolute killer. Like, crimson <laughs> kill shot. Like, just absolute killer. Uh, so I think she just adds a bit of a like um, seriousness to it. And then I don't know if they can actually do this person because she's technically signed to WWE. But Stevie <laughs> Turner, 
yeah. Stevie Talent. I'm going to put her in anyway because yeah. uh, we've trained. I've trained with her as well, so I'm just trying to think like. Um, and again, she's wicked. She's been really helpful with a lot of um, my development and ideas and stuff like that. She's been really helpful to me, so um, I really rate her. And then a Luna Blue as well. So she's done mm-hmm. a Square One show as well. Um, yeah. Absolute babe behind the scenes. Like I was just chatting to her. She was. We follow each other on Instagram. And I was like, oh, it's actually nice to meet you in person. <laughs> And I, like, and I think my little niece saw her when she was at the show and just was like enthralled. Um, and also she uses Girls Loud as a theme tune, which I think is pretty, pretty sick. So. <laughs> um, just for the entrance of Steve alone, I'm going to put her in. So that would be my, my six pack women's challenge. Amazing. The title. Yeah. Cool. cool. Then it's your mid card title match. So your workhorse title. Or... <laughs> <laughs> so this is a very selfish one. <laughs> if I'm the promoter, I'm booking myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Um, Shortcut. <laughs> that's my ego speaking. I didn't put myself in the main event though, to be fair. But, um, so yeah, I'd put in, um, I want to do a Fatal 4 way. Mm-hmm. And again, based on people who I just want to wrestle. And I think also the mixture of characters in there would be really good. So it'd be Adonis Payne yes. versus Tommy Kyle versus Paul Hubris versus myself. Wow. I think <laughs> between the four of us, we bring something different in a sense of like energy, athleticism, uh, sort of veros- like vero- like viciousness and like stealth. I don't know. There's mm. just, I think between the four of us and also like there's just bits of character which we could work really well with. Like you'd get the absolute technical classic if like Hubris and um, mm. Tommy were in the match, but then like me and Adonis could come in um, and just bring that bit of character and a bit that, um, that storyline a bit of comedy and also like we're just easy people to pin as well yeah. so uh, <laughs> um, that's what I'd put in the mid card I'd put myself there I don't oh, care that'd be a fun match <laughs> yeah I'd be good cool. uh, a hardcore extreme rules style match so you can make this as hardcore as you want if you want to do death match <laughs> so this is again this is me playing god so um, there's a guy called Tony Sim down at um, UBW in Square One who I train with. And again, he is uh, incredible. I love that guy to my absolute core. Um, we just get a lot, we get a lot, like, we're like a, fr- we've got like a frenemy storyline between <laughs> in our training class. Like, um, like we're always trying to put each other off. Like, and he's always like trying to outdo, we're like trying to outdo each other. But we're actually like pals where we're like, but I'm going to do it better than you. Um, but, um, <laughs> He's always gone like, I want to do deathmatch so much. And I was like, that's the last thing I'd ever want to do in my life, ever. Um, I don't get people do deathmatches. Like, why, why would you want something sharp smashed over your head? Or, absolutely. Or, thumbtacks or something stabbing you? Nah, you're all right. No, thank you. Um, so, would you want, if, it's, if your opponent went under the ring and brought out a bag, would you want it to be thumbtacks or Lego? Um, oh, God, <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, the thought of getting your feet and stuff like that. To be fair, people wear boots and maybe it'd be all right. But yeah, neither, neither would be a very fun uh, experience. Um, about 50-50 split when I ask people, because they've either said, oh, it's just, it's pain for a second, or you have these huge bruises after Lego for weeks. So it's just like, it's like... If it's a matter of like pulling out thumbtacks versus bruises, I'd take the bruises every day, because yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd wince at the thought of pulling out. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I remember seeing Edge and Mick Foley um, at WrestleMania, and mm. just being like, and through a flame table and stuff like that. Nope. No. Not a chance, thank you. Not <laughs> none of my watch. Uh, but he want he really wants a death match, so I'm gonna put him in a death match. Um, yeah. against against Spike Chavez because yes. 
Um, just, I mean, it's two heels and two like their characters just abs- both the both their characters are just absolutely arseholes. So it'd just be a kind of like a who could damage each other <laughs> more sort of situation. I don't think yeah. you need a face heel dynamic in that situation. Um, so I think that would be a. I think they'd both push each other to, to to the to the limit on that one. So there, that'd be that'd be my hardcore. Yeah, I'd like to watch that. <laughs> uh, your tag team title match. Yeah. Um, so tag team, um, it would be Westside Heat, which yes. uh, I know that the Mike conversation, Smashing Mike's conversation, I think, is going out. Um, tomorrow. Or, tomorrow when we're recording, or it's already yeah. out. So go 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 and listen to that. Yeah, it would have been, would have been out a week. <laughs> yeah. If you if you've not listened, go back and listen to it because I imagine it will be a lot of energy. Yeah, it's a lot of energy, a lot of fun. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with his energy. <laughs> and he he makes no damn excuses, whereas I'm like, I make a lot of excuses. I make any excuses I want. <laughs> um, he's fantastic. Like, And they had a match against um, Hubris and Calvey at the last show um, at UBW. And um, JT as well um, is an absolute joke. Like... Oh. I saw him when he won the titles at the UBW show of the Heavyweight Heartbreakers. He did a standing shooting star press to break up a pin. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and if you've seen this guy, he's like 5'8, five, 5'9. Five, Maybe I don't, know, I don't know how tall he is, but he is a fucking unit. Sorry about my language. He's a unit. And he just does his flip. And I was like, what on <laughs> earth is going on here? Like, you just defy gravity. And I'm like, to break up a pin. I'm like, most people just do a little elbow, but why are you doing this? Yeah. Shit, <laughs> uh, but he's an absolute joke. Um, and the fire that they bring and the energy that they bring to a match is just crazy. And I think they're, I mean, rightfully tag champs in two, two promotions at the moment. So it's so rightful and so deserving because they are absolute quality and they've just got such a good dynamic as a tag team. Um, I can't believe they've only been together eight or nine months as well. It's just a joke. So mm. uh, the sky's the limit for them guys. I think they're gonna they're gonna do really well. Like Mike's energy and power, but and JT's athleticism, like as a duo, it's just gonna be insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and I put them against Thunder Express, um, which mm. is uh, <laughs> Jackson Hart and Leo Edwards. Yes. Um, <laughs> so the Leo Leo Edwards is in a no dq match at square one by the time this is released tomorrow and then july tomorrow, the 9th. yeah yeah july the 9th which is just going to be absolute killer i know um leo's been doing quite a lot of single stuff recently um jackson hart i've trained with quite a bit and so same with leo um and a tag team they've got so they're so dynamic um mm-hmm. both just fantastic guys and the thing which i love about the tag team match with them two versus each other is there's so much there'd be so much flipping about and jumping about <laughs> and your eyes would just be like, what is going on here? Um, and I just I, like, especially Thunder Express, I just love them too so much. I think they're both quality guys, so talented. Both are going to go so far. Like uh, Leo Edwards is such a pure meat baby face. Like he's mm. just so, he's such a baby face. Like he's yeah. such a good, <laughs> such a good baby face. Um, and the thing with, I think with Jack, with Jackson Hart, he, can do the babyface stuff so well, but he's done some heel stuff, at Apex and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he's just got a, a swagger about him. He's got like this insane look about him. Um, super talented, super nice, super humble. Um, and again, one of the guys that me and him have been chatting till 
whatever time in the morning, be like, what about this idea? What about this idea? <laughs> just, yeah. Like, yeah, he's just, he's just a, he's just a real one, and I'm a big fan of him. So yeah, but that'd be a class tag team match. Be, yeah, yeah, that'd be, be a great palate cleanser after a death match as well. As a nice flippy. <laughs> Got some tables after being like, it's like, it's like the level to this bro. Beautiful. Cool. Then it's your main event. <laughs> main event. I put in again. My ego is like, <laughs> which of my which of my uh, adversaries is better? <laughs> so I've done uh, Crowley um, versus Truman Roswell as my yes. main event. Um, again, for the character part of it, it was what I'm sold on. Like I love both of their characters, and I think they. I, I, I can't even begin to imagine how they'd interact, which I think is the best thing about it. Mm. Like, I don't, they could, they could go down so many different routes, like with energy, comedy, like actual technical wrestling. And so I just think, I just think them two in a match is going to be an absolute killer one day, or like at least in, in their current, in their current iterations of their character. I think yeah, that is a money match. Um, I'd love to watch that. Yes, yeah. and I think, and I think, if I was booking it, I would put Truman over, only because I think it would be more entertaining to see Crowley react on losing. Mm. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I loved his, his reaction to losing when he lost to Spike Valentine the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I think um, I think that'd be a class main event, and again. The way that I've, bu- I've booked it was that there's enough energy and um, storyline throughout. I don't think anything would be too incredibly serious. I don't no. think. Which I like about it. It's just light-hearted fun. I think that's a great card. I've lost touch that So yeah, and again, it's all the people that I've worked with, which is very mm. small or trained with. So it's a very small circle at the moment. Um, but yeah, I just think I, th- I just think that'd be class. Yeah, that'd be an amazing show. I'd love to watch it. Yeah, yeah, get Paul Ash on it now. Let's just do. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'll get a word in with Paul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get me on the mid card title. <laughs> <laughs> and Harrison Leon's going over winning his first title. Oh, so uh, before we go, do you want to promote any social media you have or merch stores or? Um, it is at Harrison Leon UK. Um, I am on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Don't I cringe out at it for doing it, but you know what? I kind of enjoy it now, which is quite embarrassing. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you want to follow me, I've not downloaded it yet because I got. I said that about Instagram. I'm never downloading it because I'll get addicted to it. I got addicted to it, so it was like no. TikTok was. TikTok downloading was one of the worst and best decisions. So I have my. I have my own podcast on. Um, which I talk about music and stuff like that, like um, I used to have at least, and I used to cuss out and insult TikTok all the time. Yeah. So <laughs> in, per- in perfect fashion for the hypocrite that I am, I have now got TikTok yeah. and I'm now making TikToks for Harrison <laughs> So um, yeah, it's the best and worst decision I made because it's so addictive, but I find so much interesting stuff on it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at on social media. So um, yeah, keep there for any sort of information on any matches and stuff like that. Um, and just to get a bit more into the Baller Fan Club. Yes. Yeah, I'll put links in the description, along with the link to uh, the Crowley match as well, because I think everyone should go watch that. It was a lot of fun. So I watched it again today. So. <laughs> so. Glad, glad you enjoyed. 
so I, I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. I'd, just, I'd, just, yeah, I'd catch up in a year or two. But, uh, yeah, well, I've got a few more matches in my belt. I've, once I've got the square one title, that is one thing I'm going to put into the... I want to mm. win the square one title by the time we next chat. Yes. I'll come, hopefully, I'll come back as the champ. Um, <laughs> yeah. I want to put... I just put things into the universe. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but I'd, I'd love to come back as well because I've really enjoyed it as well. That's, Sorry that's for just biting your ear off for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. That's great. <laughs> Thank you.